afternoon, and welcome to the Roar podcast sponsored by Veeam Software. Roar is the brainchild of Source to Create, or S2C, a media and marketing firm. I'm Jennifer O'Brien, the host of Roar and co-founder of S2C. I'm thrilled to be welcoming John Wood, Veeam Software's Solutions Architect for Australia and New Zealand, to the podcast, which is aptly titled How to Become a Backup and Recovery Ninja to Recover Your Systems Quickly and Efficiently. John has over 14 years of hands-on experience in the field and is known for helping users with the decision-making process and meeting business outcomes. He tells me he loves advising users on emerging technologies that can augment, extend, or replace their existing solutions to ensure the business is harnessing the greatest value technology can provide. Interestingly, here's a little fun fact, John was an official photographer for the Australian team during the London Paralympics, and he's also an internationally award-winning landscape photographer. Now, in this episode, we're getting down into the nitty-gritty of modern-day protection, certainly a very important topic at the best of times, but now with remote working and the ongoing corona COVID-19 pandemic, it's even now more important and something that can't be ignored. Essentially, John and I will be discussing how to become a backup and recovery ninja to recover your systems quickly and efficiently. And indeed, a key point of today's session is to help encourage businesses to protect everything through the latest API integrations and then to orchestrate the recovery using automation. So we're going to jump right into it. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you. John, I'm going to um, start by understanding you've been around the industry for some time and even seen your fair shares of disasters. So what are some of the main pain points and challenges that businesses face today? What are you hearing from businesses? Yeah, sure, Jen. So I think uh, most businesses are still struggling with that availability problem. So making sure that their systems are always available and obviously in today's market and, and climate, you know, people working from home, they need to have access wherever they are. Um, and any downtime can result in, you know, lost productivity for, for businesses which, you know, operate on really thin um, profit margin. So they, they need to have their people working, you know, as much as possible. Okay. And what are some of the trends to shape the modernized data protection market today? Are there any surprising ones to emerge? Yeah, certainly. So, you know, obviously when we're taking a backup, it's, it's a copy of that production data. So, you know, we like to think of, you know, the assets of, a, of an organization or a business, their data is, you know, one of their most valuable assets. And that when we're taking a backup of that, we're taking a copy of that. And that instantly turns into their second most valuable asset. It's a secondary copy of their data. And what we want to be able to do and what, you know, a modern data approach can take is that we can then repurpose that data, not just as a copy in the event of a disaster, but also provide value back to the business. So it's taking that data that the business can then use to make faster decisions or you know accelerate development or break it open and, and find something else that they hadn't seen before okay and drilling down a little bit more into that backup and recovery i guess what are the tech advancements that are shaping that industry today the advancements i suppose that need to keep up with businesses and what they're doing with their data so originally data used to live in a in a server closet in in an office and moved on to, to data centers and then also, you know, on the advent of cloud that the data is being moved everywhere. And as well, the, you know, software as a service platforms now uh, are spreading, you know, users data from all, all types of places and that, you know, our industry needs to keep up with that from a, a data protection point of view that we have policies and governance that, that determine that we need to protect data wherever it lives. And so we need to advance as our customers do. And, you know, 
we work with a lot of different vendors to, to help integrate with them and wherever they live. You know, NetApp, for example, has their um, data on tap uh, fabric and their, um, they can move data between clouds and on-prem. And some of the fantastic underlying you know, technology that they've developed and we've developed allows not just moving of that data, but capturing of that data really, really quickly and efficiently, but not just capturing that, but also then being able to restore in a really, you know, timely manner because customers want that, you know, minimized downtime as much as possible. Okay. And speaking about the importance of your vendor alliances, um, I guess, can you highlight just a bit more, you've already touched on, but just a bit more what the Veeam and NetApp relationship brings? Yeah, certainly. So, uh, as I mentioned, they they have a great story around moving data wherever it you know sits as the as that primary copy. So they have a, a fantastic story about you know managing data from from a production point of view um, and being able to move in between clouds. Um, they have a really great snapshot story and and being able to take really efficient um, point in time copies for that availability, so that in the event of a disaster happening. Um, they can recover really quickly um, and then augment that with what Veeam can do, which is we can orchestrate that process to get that availability of their snapshot technology, but also then create those copies for, for long-term retention and to also be able to, you know, really take a granular look inside the data that, they've, um, that they're holding today. So if a, if a customer really needs something specific, we can provide that back to them you know, in a really timely manner. Okay, and let's let's get into the whole recovery timeline and reaction times uh, portion. Given you've seen a few disasters in your day, what's your advice to businesses in this regard? And I guess how can companies not push the reaction time and how can they recover quickly? Yeah, so I think there's some fantastic technologies out there that allow us to take those really quick backups and really quick restores. Um, and so I think when uh, when disasters happen, and like you said, yeah, I've, I've been in a few myself is that what I've found is albeit the technologies might be might be there to do a backup and restore what happens in the middle is that there's a whole bunch of decisions that need to be made so um, and these are not necessarily by people on the hands of technology they might be business people so they need to understand um, do we have or what one what is the problem and how long will it take maybe to fix it instead of restore from it um, and that can that can really blow out um, that downtime because albeit we can we can restore really quickly, someone needs to make a decision. And usually that's that's with people that aren't armed with a, with a lot of information um, when it comes to making that call um, because it's usually something that can't be undone either, that once you decide that you're going to go on this path to, to, to start a disaster recovery process, it, it's one that you're sort of tied to and you can't, you can't really come back from that or it's really hard to come back from that, um, which I think that's where we're going to see the holistic approach for data recovery is not just the technology that underlies it, but it's it's providing, you know, a verified mechanism that we can restore from, that we know that those decision makers know that if that day comes, that they are assured that what they do and when they do hit that button, it's going to work. It's going to work in a timely manner and they know exactly what needs to happen so that then they can communicate out to either their users, their staff, their shareholders, what's happening. Um, and that there's a there's a time to resolution. Yeah. So when they hit that panic button, there's actually strategies in place, and they can f- have that peace of mind. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so that that kind of jumps into the next area I wanted to talk about was a bit what anecdotal information and interesting use cases can you share with our listeners today? Yeah. So um, I think around that disaster, being in a disaster, I think you try and prepare for for disasters in in multiple ways, and you see a lot of um, 
maybe a lot of news articles about disasters that do happen. And I think um, it's obviously the disaster that you either don't think about or don't take seriously is the one that ends up getting you. Um, and then when you're when you're in it, you, you, you need that plan. You, you can't be trying to make a plan on the fly because you, you're going to end up with many, many hours of staring at screens, trying to recover things and, and not knowing if you're even moving forward because you don't know how long it's going to last and and if you're over, even if you're even making any progress because you don't know what stage in the recovery that you're at so um, I think that is knowing knowing where you're at in the process and I think that's where you're going to see some really exciting stuff from from Veeam and from NetApp around closing the reaction gap um, we've got a we've got a product coming out um, very soon called the Veeam Availability Orchestrator version 3 so we've got version 2 out at the moment but version 3 um, going to be very specific to the NetApp and, and Veeam relationship there by by closing that reaction gap um, by using the technologies but then showing and documenting for the business people that, yes, what we're about to do is going to work. We tested it last night. Here's the process. Here's the steps. And it's got green ticks when we tested it last night. And here's the process. Who, who are the people we need to talk to? And that's all automated and orchestrated from start to finish. Okay, so stay tuned on that front. Mm. Um, now, interestingly, I guess what worries you given the current state of affairs and keeping businesses up and running, maybe what keeps you up at night? Yeah, I think you sort of touched it when you were introducing me at the start, which is um, helping businesses um, either replace what they've got today uh, and to make sure that they're, they're harnessing what is out there. So um, there's some really fantastic things that can help customers and what we really like is when we speak to a customer that completely blows their mind about what we can do when it comes to backup and recovery. And I think what keeps me up at night is that knowing that there's a lot of businesses out there that aren't doing this and that they really, really simply could be doing this um, really easily and can really change you know, the future direction of, of their business. Okay. And speaking of the future direction, can you um, put on your sort of futuristic glasses and talk to me a little bit about maybe some future technologies in this space? Yes, I think uh, we'll definitely see, you know, as I said with cloud and SaaS, we're going to see that develop more and more. I think the, the cloud has shifted a paradigm in how we think about um, workloads and where they live. I think that will continue with uh, containers, Kubernetes, microservices, but ultimately whatever mechanism that takes, the data will still be underlying and that's what's the most important part. I heard a, heard a great anecdote the other day that we used to create algorithms to run against massive amounts of data to get us to try and understand something where now we're using machine learning and AI, we're using the data to create the algorithms in reverse because um, that compute power is able to tell us so much more than what we ever could um, previously. Okay, so. well, that's interesting. Thank you, John. So thank you very much for your thoughts. Well, that's the end of our show today. Thank you again, John, for your in-depth insights and practical tips about how to become a backup and recovery ninja in today's challenging business environment. To recap a key takeaway, John has advised businesses, particularly in this current state of uncertainty and flux, to not only be utilizing the most modern technology, but that really needs to meet the needs of their future vision and direction of the business. Thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye and have a great day.